The Lord be with you. I hope you are all well today. Our journey with Jeremiah continues in chapter 26, verses 1 to 15. Jeremiah is threatened with death. Early in the reign of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, this word came from the Lord. This is what the Lord says. Stand in the courtyard of the Lord's house and speak to all the people of the towns of Judah who come to worship in the house of the Lord. Tell them everything I command you. Do not omit a word. Perhaps they will listen and each will turn from their evil ways. Then I will relent and not inflict on them the disaster I was planning because of the evil they have done. Say to them, this is what the Lord says. If you do not listen to me and follow my law, which I have set before you, and if you do not listen to the words of my servants, the prophets, whom I have sent to you again and again, though you have not listened, then I will make this house like Shiloh and this city a curse among all the nations of the earth. The priests, the prophets and all the people heard Jeremiah speak these words in the house of the Lord. But as soon as Jeremiah finished telling all the people everything the Lord had commanded him to say, the priests, the prophets and all the people seized him and said, You must die. Why do you prophesy in the Lord's name that this house will be like Shiloh and this city will be desolate and deserted? And all the people crowded around Jeremiah in the house of the Lord. And when the officials of Judah heard about these things, they went up from the royal palace to the house of the Lord and took their places at the entrance of the new gate of the Lord's house. Then the priests and the prophets said to the officials and all the people, this man should be sentenced to death because he has prophesied against this city. You have heard it with your own ears. Then Jeremiah said to all the officials and all the people, The Lord sent me to prophesy against this house and this city all the things you have heard. Now reform your ways and your actions and obey the Lord your God. Then the Lord will relent and not bring the disaster he has pronounced against you. As for me, I am in your hands. Do with me whatever you think is good and right. Be assured, however, that if you put me to death, you will bring the guilt of innocent blood on yourselves and on this city and on those who live in it. For in truth, the Lord has sent me to you to speak all these words in your hearing. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now, Bola uh, Iduozo Ozi has written today, um, has, and she has entitled it, When Worshippers Do Not Want the Truth. And she quotes from Jeremiah verse two, 26, verse 2. This is what the Lord says. Stand in the courtyard of the Lord's house and speak to all the people of the towns of Judah who come to worship in the house of the Lord. Tell them everything I command you. 
do not omit a word. So she says, we expect to come to church to hear God's words. But it's interesting to note that not every worshipper wants to hear the truth of the word. God sent Jeremiah as a preacher to preach the whole of his message. God's intention was to give his people an opportunity to repent. However, that did not happen. The people rebelled against the messenger and were about to kill him for preaching what he did. In my young adult years, I was in a little church in Ibadan, Nigeria, where our new pastor was addressing a particular issue that was of concern to a couple of members. These individuals were long-standing members of the church and one of them was an officer in the church. The men were polygamous. They each had multiple wives. They had reported the new pastor to the local board because he preached the message that God's design for a home was for men to have only one wife. Some of the board members wanted the pastor to apologise. However, he insisted that he didn't preach anything personal but scriptural. Jeremiah's people too rebelled against the message he preached, even though Jeremiah was speaking directly as directed by God. We may not always want to hear that word. Sometimes it is difficult and challenges us. We may even reject it. That is sad, but it will not change God's word. And that's the thing. God's word is unchangeable. And we're told uh, the last few words of Revelation, do not add or take away anything in these scriptures or else there will be a price to pay. So for further thought, uh, she says, can you think of a time in your life when difficult advice from a friend or a mentor was exactly what you needed to hear. And maybe I should add what you needed to hear, but you didn't want to hear. I know I've been in that situation quite a few times. But that's food for thought. Can you think of a time in your life when difficult advice from a friend or a mentor was exactly what you needed to hear? Let us pray. Lord, help me not to be stuck in my ways, but to be open to correction from your word. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, help us to see and understand the truth of your word, even when we don't want to hear it. May your word always be a light in our darkness, and a comfort in times of need. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Today, in our parish, we are remembering all those who are on our uh, prayers needed list, all those who are on our list uh, to be prayed for in church. And why not 
include those on your own personal prayer list. Those in our hearts who we have concerns for. As we think about these people, we pray for them. Bring to mind the name or the face of those in your own family, in your own church congregation, or close friends. Or friends of friends. Let's just take a moment as we hold them and present their situations up to God. For God knows every single need, be it for healing, be it for um, um, provision to provide uh, what they might need for mental health, care, whatever it is. Just bring those people and offer them up to the Lord. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And for all those who live and work on Oak Avenue, Oak Place, Oak Street, Old Causey, Old Marsh, Oliver Close, Orion Place and Overdale Mount, Lord, may the truth of your word be a saving presence in the homes of all who live on these streets. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And our prayers at six today we are praying for the elderly, the isolated, and the vulnerable. We echo God's commitment to those most at risk of this virus by praying today for those who are particularly vulnerable and isolated, praying for their deliverance, their protection, and their comfort. We hold before God those who care for them, that they would be strengthened and encouraged in this work. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, as we come to you with uh, things we want to ask about, we give thanks today that there is more and more coming through on um, vaccines against this disease. Lord, we pray that these vaccines will continue to be, to bring positive results 
so that through the hard work and dedication of all those working uh, in the field of science and chemistry, um, that they uh, will bring the correct um, vaccines uh, to meet the needs of not only our country, but the world. So, Lord, we thank you for the work that is being done. We thank you for the gift and knowledge of those people who have been doing the work. And we pray that you would bless them for all their dedication and care. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And now we say together, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And so, as we... Continue this day. May God go with you and may you know his presence in a very real way. And we say together the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. So until tomorrow, everyone, bye for now.